Cool. All right. Good morning, Andy. It's 1 p.m. Well, it feels like we had a hell of a night. Mm, I wouldn't say it was a fun night, that's for sure. <laughs> I had a fun night because I got to watch it with you. I think we both just aggressively watched the Grammys when we would have rather have been in bed. I Yeah, I actually agree. But if I had to watch the Grammys, I'm glad that I was able to do it with you. You know, if we didn't do this, we wouldn't have to have watched the Grammys, though. Well, it you know, it is our namesake. Mm, regrettably. Regrettably, we, we must watch. watched them i i watched most of it yeah um, you missed the first half an hour don't worry you didn't miss yeah well any awards i didn't miss any awards that are that we care about but i did um I, i'm on the wikipedia now and i did miss a couple um acts musical performances that i would have liked to watch i suppose i can watch them later today but i mean yeah over over the some of the awards we got yeah um, so this, we're talking about the Grammys that just went, happened a week ago as of this releasing. Yes. It's yesterday as of this recording, um, our, uh, Joni Mitchell river episode just came out today. Um, yes, I'm tweeting about it as we speak. All right. Um, I, where should we start, Andy? Um, we have to give our, uh, our, our official professional thoughts. Um, Meta Knight won a Grammy. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank God. Do you want to um, expand upon that? Uh, a song from... Let me find it on the Brooklyn, Vigal, the, the Brooklyn Vegans article. Meta Knight. Meta Knight's Revenge from Kirby's Superstar by Charlie Rosen and Jake Silverman. Uh, one for Best Arrangement or Acapella. Acapella. Interesting. Kirby. Superstar. Uh, Kirby won more Grammys than Lil Nas X this year. That, aww. That makes me sad. Don Cheadle won more Grammys than Lil Nas X this year. Yeah, so Lil Nas X completely snubbed. Louis C.K. won more Grammys than Lil Nas X this year. Um, Joni Mitchell. Mm. Um, sh- how, how should we do this? Should we just start going order? Send the tweet out, would you? I'm working on it. Yeah, let's I'll go. Uh, let's talk about ours first, the big one. Yeah. Okay. So the 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 moment we've been waiting for the last ten minutes of the show, 
Yeah, it was actually the last award as opposed to last year where record of the year was last. Yeah, I they did switch it up, didn't they? I I thought that record would be last, like the singular song, but um they gave it to the they put album last. Um Yeah, which is interesting. They don't usually do that. Yeah, I they might have switched it up just for this year. Um but yeah, so we had the winner of album of the year. Um, go to someone that we did not expect to win. Uh, no, just, I guess if he was like, let's see, there were 10 nominees, so he was probably like my fourth to last person I would have thought would have won. Yeah, um, but he actually won the most Grammys that night. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, of course, talking about John Batiste, uh, jazz pianist, uh, artist, musician, singer-songwriter, band leader, television personality. Um, you know, he's that guy on Colbert that always brings a smile to my face when I yeah. stomach watching Colbert. Um, it is John Batiste's album, We Are. We Are. Uh, eighth studio album from John Batiste. We, eighth? Eighth. He's been at this a while, Andy. He, his first album was in the early 2000s. Um, oh, Interesting. Yeah, no, he's not just like some, you know, he's, was he, was he voted, was he nominated for Best New Artist? No. I couldn't, no. Not was, this year, I was, that's for sure. Okay, because I was going to say, he's definitely not a new artist. He's been here we'll for a decade We'll get to that later. Plus. Yeah, but, um, but yes, we had, we are uh, beating out Tony Bennett, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Her, Lil Nas X, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, and everybody's favorite, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um... I did not expect this at all, Andy. Um, I honestly would have been more surprised. No, I would have I, I would have been more surprised if her won, but I would have been not as surprised if Taylor Swift or Kanye West won. Um, and I did hope that the the record would go to Olivia Rodrigo or Lil Nas X, um, but it in fact went to uh, uh, John Batiste. Which I'm not really mad about, and I guess I can't be mad yet because I haven't heard the album, but I do know that he is a solid performer and a great musician, and so I'm happy that he was recognized for that um, sure, many yeah, times yeah, throughout yeah. the night. But um, but I can't really speak on the album because I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure we'll listen to it within the next nine weeks, so. Yeah. Well, we have uh, to. Mm, we don't have to, but we're, we're gonna because we want to. Yeah. Can you imagine if we just stopped with this and we just like, yeah, we don't want to do the next day. Uh. I don't want to cover John Batiste. I think he shouldn't have won. Cancel podcast. Anyway, but you know, uh, I'm glad it won over some of the other things. I don't know. Uh, not to say that he didn't deserve it, because I haven't heard the album. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I am half glad that Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga didn't win, but also it would have been nice if they did. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also They at did that win point, something. They did win something. We'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah. Would you, Andy, could you just briefly say, if, if you had to pick one album, which do you think deserves, out of this pile, which deserves album of the year and why? Uh, it's really a toss-up for me between Sour, Montero, and Planet Her, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all three of those albums are just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Evermore, I liked Folklore, so I guess that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad, th- having only heard Peaches, uh, I'm glad Justice didn't win. Uh, having only heard the first fourth of Donda, I'm glad that didn't win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Happier than ever, I would have been fine with, but also I definitely don't think that was anywhere as good as her first album. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Lady Gaga and John Batiste, uh, or Lady or Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, I just haven't heard. So I maybe that is a great album, but I wouldn't know. It's um, you know, it's a good album. Uh, um, Love for Sale. Um, but I. I liked their first collaborative album a lot more, Cheek to Cheek. Um, I just think it's a lot more dynamic. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been mad if they won. It would have been a legacy win, like very kind of clearly. But I, you know, the man's in his nineties, so I, you know, that's fine with me. Um, he deserves some something. Well, he did actually win. Oh, poor Tony Bennett with his live MTV performance. That's his only award win. Um, but, um, yeah, I would have also, I agree, I'm pretty much in the same lane as you, um, without, without your opinions on Donda, which I did like, but I don't think that it should have won Grammy, which it didn't. Um. It won a few things, we'll get to it. Yeah. Just, Uh, just in terms of an album, like a cohesive body of work, I think it should have gone to Sour. Uh, Sour, I think, is a really great, tight, tightly packed, like, pop rock album, um, and, and the internet has, has come and gone with their, with their hype about her, but I, I do think that she has a lot of staying power in the industry. Let's, well, let's continue down the list and we'll get to her eventually. Okay. Uh, record of the year went to Silk Sonic for Leave the Door Open. That's a great record. I absolutely thought, uh, deserved it. Yeah. I adore that song and record and the whole fucking thing. Hey, I look forward to them winning album of the year next year. Hey Andy, remember when you said that um that ABBA was going to win album of the year? Well, well they're not nominated and I said for next year, so. Hmm. Uh well their 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 song I saw Faith in You was nominated for record of the year. Uh Yeah, f- single, the single. Did their did their album make the cut? No, that came out like oh, in November. I understand. Okay, never never mind then. Um I, yeah, you know, Leave the Door Open, I have no problems with. I think that's a great, great track. Um, yeah, a lot of these are the same people who are nominated for album, aside from ABBA, uh, ju- nope, Justin Bieber's still there, Brandy Carlile, and yeah, other than that, it's the same people. I'm glad Brandy Carlile's getting some recognition. She's a great singer-songwriter. Um, she she um, uh, kind of lives now within a new... In, in a lane similar to to um, Joni Mitchell uh, and Bonnie Raitt, who were the presenters to who introduced her uh, performance. And mm-hmm. um, can I just say, Andy, it was so nice to see both of them, friends of the show, Joni Mitchell and Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, two of our lowest scoring albums. Uh, well, it, well, fuck. I, I, but that does not, I don't think that impedes on their character. I like the Bonnie Raitt album, actually, um, if I recall correctly. Which I might not. Sure. But I didn't like the, the Herbie Hancock cover album. Um, but it was great to see Joni Mitchell exist. Um, apparently she makes a lot of rare appearances, rare public appearances these days. It sounded like she was having a good time. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I it's nice to see that people that we know <laughs> still alive and kicking. and. Yes. Presenting. Other than that. Uh, moving on to song of the year, it was also Leave the Door Open. Uh, a lot of the same fucking songs here again. Uh, other than that, it was Kiss Me More by 
There are too many fucking credits. I can't see who writes these things. Uh, Doja Cat. No, that was Doja Cat. Never mind. That was this fucking. I think yeah. I think it was all the same artists actually. Um, we also have a beautiful noise by Alicia Keys and Brandy Carlisle. Sure. Uh, again, leave the door open. Good song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Would you call that song of the year? I guess. I really liked it. I didn't listen to it until the album came out, though, so in my head it didn't meet the nomination period, but that's just me. Okay. Uh, moving down to Best New Artist. <laughs> this is an interesting one. Uh, this went to Olivia Rodrigo, which it was my second pick. Uh, tragically, Japanese Breakfast did not win it. Uh, thankfully, Phineas did not win it. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter were confused why Glass Animals were nominated for this award. I just think that they don't know how this award works, uh, where it's mainstream artist. Well, I think they don't know. I think Twitter doesn't know how this award works. That's what I just said. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the Grammys. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Grammys don't know how their own award works. Uh, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, I agree with that. I think she was a great new artist. I would have also liked to give it to Japanese Breakfast, who had an amazing, amazing album. Last Even year. though uh, Japanese Breakfast has been in the game for pretty long, I'm pretty sure Psycho Chomp came out in like 2016. Yes, Psycho Pomp 2016. Oh, is it Psycho Pomp? I've been calling it Psycho Chomp. Oh, it's also a band. I mean, it's mainly just her at this point. I'm pretty sure it is a solo. Incorrect. Check check. Uh, Wikipedia. I don't care enough to do that. Okay. Uh oh, it is Psychopomp. I guess mm, been from a different world this whole time. Uh, <laughs> Mandela effect. But yeah, uh, Olivia Rodrigo also won for best solo pop performance. Sir, she beat that. This award thankfully only had five nominees with Justin Bieber, Brandi Carlile, Billie Eilish, and Ariana Grande. Position should have won. Yeah, disagree. I like Positions. Positions is a great song. I think out of the five there, uh, Olivia Rodrigo deserved best solo pop performance. Switching your positions on you. Uh, Best group pop performance went to SZA and Doja Cat for Kiss Me More, and Doja Cat was best group pop performance. SZA? Yeah. You said SZA. I said SZA. You said Caesar. (laughs) Uh... Doja Cat was in the bathroom when the award got announced. That was funny. Uh, and SZA was on crutches, which I didn't know. Yeah, I hope she's okay. Yeah. And she's probably Sucks fine. Sucks when that happens. Um, I'm glad Coldplay didn't win. Uh, I'm glad fucking Justin Bieber didn't win. Okay. Actually, uh, that's a really good... That's a, that's one of his better songs, the Justin Bieber song with Benny Blanco. I actually really like that one. It can't be better, um, better than Peaches. Uh, yes, actually, it's a lot better than Peaches. It is significantly better than Peaches. Yeah, that's easily easy easy C there. Okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. I, that's what I said. All right. <laughs> Ooh, Nikki's Ooh. deaf today. Hey. Uh, best traditional I'm... pop vocal went to Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. For Love for Sale, beating out Dolly Parton, Willie Nelson, Tori Kelly, and Ladisi? And Nora Jones. Can't believe we lost Nora Jones again. No. 
She's around. Best... What well, she's like all over the place. We've seen her so much recently. I know. Uh, best pop vocal album went to Sour again, beating out pretty much the same people as before. Uh, best dance recording went to Alive by Rufus de Sol. <laughs> uh, Nick, if you see anything that you want to stop me on, please do. I, well, I think I think we don't have to go through the whole list, Andy. I think we've, sure. we've covered about covered all. We people well, can no, look up how they feel. There is a bunch of things that uh we we should cover. Okay, what do you want to cover? Uh, well, Foo Fighters won three Grammys for best rock performance. Uh, best metal performance went to Dream Theater for the Alien. Uh. Best rock song, again, was Foo Fighters. Uh, best alternative album, Nikki, was Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Yes, Beating out yeah. uh, Fleet Foxes, uh, Halsey, Japanese Breakfast, and Arlo Parks. Yes. Um, Which, I considering do... this was the only thing this album was awarded, sorry. This was the only <laughs> uh, thing I believe this album was nominated for. Uh, beating out all these other artists who were nominated for other things, I think, is interesting. I am happy, Andy. I really like that album, as you know. Um, it was a tight call between that and Jubilee, but I do think Daddy's Home takes the cake. Um, Jubilee should have gotten more wins. Um, well, J- Japanese Breakfast should have gotten Best New Artist, but I do think Daddy's Home is the uh, is the best out of those those pods, and I do really like the Halsey record as well. Um, but I really can't say enough great things about. About Daddy's Home. I think it's a really perfect record. A near perfect record. Um, can't can't go wrong. So that's all. All right. Uh best traditional RB went to H-E-R. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> H-E-R actually. Yeah, fuck off. Her, her name is her. It's sure, that's great. It's abbreviated. Um You're intentionally glad... mispronouncing I'm her name. I'm literally not. I'm just stupid and read it on the page. Oh, she's Filipino. anyway. Yeah, a lot a lot of people are Filipino. Olivia Rodrigo's Filipino. Yeah, but Oh, that's nice of her. Um, Olivia Rodrigo. Thanks for being Filipino. Glad we got some anyway. Filipino representation. I'm pretty sure uh, um Bruno Mars is also Filipino. He is. And there wow. was actually an I can't believe that I won the Grammys last night. Actually I'm there so was an article from somewhere uh about how many how much Filipino representation was at the Grammys this year. Nice. You know, we're we're around. We keep it going. Yes, uh, but she won Best Traditional and Best Progressive went to Table for Two by Lucky Day. Uh, yeah. I'm glad H- I'm glad her is winning uh, Grammys. I It feels bad because she's been nominated for Album of the Year, which is, of course, our fucking microscoped award that we know everything about at this point. And I'm glad that after seeing her get nominated for this award three times now and not winning, she actually does have Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, best R&B sar- song went to Leave the Door Open Again. Best R&B album went to Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, which, Nikki, you were very happy about that. Well, I was I very happy? Um, I Compared to the, how you were expressing the rest of the show, yeah. Well, I think it was a good win. I think she deserved the win. I wasn't a huge fan of the, the project, uh, Hotels, um, but I think it was a great it was great to have her back, uh, be be in the in the in the spotlight again because she's actually been around for a while. Her debut album was in the it was in two thousand and eight, um, and uh, I I think she has not gotten a lot of recognition in the industry. So to have uh, her hotels be 
be really spotlit like that, I think was a good thing. And it, I mean, it is like a good collection of R&B tracks. So um, mm-hmm. if anyone's really into that, I would uh, recommend it. Uh, best rap performance went to Family Ties from Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. A lot of people I followed on Twitter are very happy about that. Uh, Nikki, do you have any thoughts? Um, I thought it was, I mean, it's a fine, uh, track. I know a lot of people really like it, um, personally, and people will disagree with me on this. Um, I really like the song Up by Cardi B. That was in my top 100 most listened to songs of last year. Uh, I think it's incredibly sticky and, and, uh, danceable and, um. Yeah, that's just how I feel. But Family Ties, I think, is, a, is also a good one. Good for good for Baby Keem. Yes. Uh, next up, Best Melodic Rap Performance went to Some Jackass. Best hey Rap Album went to Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the Creator. Oh, really? Uh, oh, good for yeah. them. That's good. I like that. that yes. Uh, best Rap Song went to a different... Ja- uh, went to the same Jackass as before. Uh, best country solo performance went thankfully to "You Should Probably Leave" by Chris Stapleton. Uh, I think Chris Stapleton's style of country is very good, and I am glad that he is winning. He beat out longtime Grammys st- must-have Casey Musgraves. Damn. Uh, yeah, thank God. Uh, Brothers Osborne, who was the closing act of the show, won best country duo slash group with "Younger Than Me." Best Country Album, again, went to Starting Over. Best Country Song went to Cold by Dave Cobb and Chris Stapleton again. So, yeah. Mm, let's see. Anything as we go down? Do you care about the jazz stuff, or can we skip past that? We can we can skip the jazz, Andy. Okay, that's... Best Gospel Song went to Never Lost by CeCe Winans. Uh, she won as well for Believe It. Believe For It. Uh, for best contemporary Christian music performance, and for best gospel album. Do you know anything about Cece Winans? Nothing at all. Okay, well, she won three Grammys last night. Carrie Underwood bet won for best Roots gospel album for My Savior, beating out Harry Connick Jr., Gaither Gather vocal band, uh, Ernie Hess, by, and the Signature Sound, and the Isaacs. Uh, Alex Cuba won for Best Latin Latin Pop Album. Uh, Oregon by Ones won for Best Latin Rock or Alternative. Let's see. Best American Roots Performance went to John Batiste for Cry Again. And as well for Best American Roots Song. Best Americana Album went to Native Sons by Los Lobos. Best Bluegrass went to My Bluegrass Heart by Bella Fleck. Uh, who I believe I have heard of before. Bella Fleck? Yeah, I feel like that's a familiar name. Let's see. Uh, skipping past the blues again. Uh, Best reggae album went to Beauty and Silence by Soja, beating out uh, Homa by Atana. Uh, Positive Vibration by Gramps Morgan, Live in Livin' by Sean Paul, Royal by Jesse Royal, and Ten by Spice. 
Best children's music album went to A Colorful World by Falu. Best spoken world. Best spoken word went to Don Cheadle. Thanks, Don. Good job, Don. Best um, comedy album went to some. Yeah. Best comedy album went to some jackass. Best musical theater album went to the unofficial Bridgerton musical, uh, which Nikki, I believe you had some words to say about. Well, yes, I just someone was telling me yesterday that um, the unofficial Bridgerton musical, Bridgerton season two, just came out on Netflix. Yes, um, and it's my a very coworkers show. have been. My coworkers are obsessed with it. Yes, and um, and I guess like TikTok. Like they did with the Ratatouille musical, um, they started making a Bridgerton musical, but this one actually like became something, and so it's really interesting just that it is truly an unofficial Bridgerton musical, um, and uh, I think nobody affiliated with the actual show Bridgerton was involved in making this. It's kind of like a bootleg in 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 some ways. Um, so a bootleg won a Grammy, uh, is what I'm gonna say. And it beat out Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella, which is funny, and Les Mis, which is funny, too. Very, very comedic for that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media, which pretty much just means uh, movie soundtrack, went to the United States versus Billie Holiday uh, for Andra Day. Uh, mm. Beating out Cruella, D.R. Evan Hansen, In the Heights, One Night in Miami, Respect, and Schmigadown, Episode 1. Schmigadoon? Mm-hmm. Never heard of that. Uh, best score soundtrack for visual media was actually won by two people, uh, two separate things: "The Queen's Gamut" by Carlos Rafael uh, Rivera, and "Soul" by John Batiste again. Which this man just fucking swept. Along. And and Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who sure, make but... up who who are the duo behind Nine Inch Nails. Uh, best song written for visual <laughs> media went to "All Eyes on Me" by Bo Burnham. I'm glad that that did win. He deserved it. I'm absolutely thrilled Agatha all along did not win. I'm sick of that song. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's see. The best instrumental compilation went to Eberhard, Eberhard for by Lyle Mays. Lyle Mays. Uh, Best Arrangement and Instrumental Acapella, ladies and gentlemen. You know it, you love it. Meta Knight's Revenge from Kirby's Superstars by Charlie Rosen and Jake Silverman. Thank you, Jake. I think it's great that Nintendo won a Grammy, essentially. Uh, Best Arrangement for Instrumentals or Vocals in the Edge of Longing uh, by Vince Mendoza. Uh, and the Czech Nation Symphony, and Julia Bullock. Uh, let's see. Best Album Notes, by far the coolest award, went to the complete Louis Armstrong, Columbia, and RCA Victor Studio Sessions 1946 to 1966 by Ricky Riccardi, Album Notes writer. Uh, other than that, Nikki, I'm... Oh, we have to touch on this. Best Historical Album went to the Joni Mitchell Archives, Volume 1, the early years, 1963 to 1967, by Patrick Milligan and Joni Mitchell. Yes. Thanks, Joni. Uh, Best Engineered Album went to Love for Sale by Dave Bennett. 
uh, Josh Coleman, Billy Camella, uh, and this was, of course, Tony Bennett's and Lady Gaga's album. Producer of the Year, non-classical, of course, went to Jack Antonoff, beating out Roger Shayed, uh, Mike Elizondo, Hit Boy, and Ricky Reed. Hmm. Uh, best remixed recording went to the Deftones for Passenger. Best immersive audio album went to Samount- the soundtrack of the American Soldier by Leslie Ann well, Jones. Hold on, it went What's to up? Mike Shinoda who remixed the Deftones song. Sure. Don't say sure. That's a d- he's not part of Deftones. Well, he is now. <laughs> Listen, Nikki, we got we're only like halfway through this or two thirds through this. I'm trying well, to wrap. We- well, don't spread misinformation like that, Andy. I'm sure our five listeners are really going to be upset about that. <sighs> best emer- best engineered album, classical, went to uh, Chandelier Christmas. Song- sing- Chanticleer Sings Christmas by Leslie Ann Jones. Producer of the Year classical went to Judith Sherman. Best orchestral performance went to Price Symphonies 1 and 3. By Yannick, I can't pronounce that. I'm not even going to try. Uh, surprisingly, that enough, uh, Symphonies number two did not make the cut, I guess. Well, those are different things. Sure. Best opera performance went to the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra and the Metropolitan Opera Chorus for Glass and Can. And I. I uh, Akhnaten. Thank it's you. A, it's an opera by Philip Glass. Uh, best choral performance went to a very large list of people. Gustavo Dudamel, who's the conductor of the L.A. Philharmonic. Uh, there you go. Performing Gustav Mahler's Symphony Number no. 8. Uh, Beethoven won for <laughs> best chamber musical, so a small ensemble, performed by Yo-Yo Ma and Emmanuel X. Uh, best classical instrumental went to Jennifer Koh for Alone Together. Best classical solo vocal went to another long list of people by, who made the song Mythologies, or album, my album Mythologies. Classical compendium went to Women Warriors, The Voices of Change by Amy Anderson, Mark Matson, and Lolita Ritmanis. Uh, best contemporary classical went to Shaw, Narrow Sea, Shaw, Narrow Sea by Carolyn Shaw. Nikki, I know you're a big Caroline Shaw fan. Yes, I'm a very big Caroline Shaw fan. Uh, very influential classical music composer. Also, Don Upshaw, very successful soprano vocalist. Um, I'm very glad that Caroline Shaw won a Grammy. That is mm-hmm. That makes me very happy. Best music video went to John Batiste for Freedom. Uh, beating out ACDC. Uh, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Peaches, Happier Than Ever, Montero, Good For You. Uh, that He really just dunked on all these people. Yeah. Uh, best Music Film went to Summer of Soul by Amir Questlove Thompson. Uh, not Inside, which I'm sure is upsetting to some people. Hmm. Best Global Music Performance went to Aruj Aftab again. Uh, and then more Latin music. And that's it. Thank God. Uh, yeah, Nikki. Interesting year. I, 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 I disagree. 
Uh, I think it's a very, very middle-of-the-road year, if you ask me. Did you have any major upsets? Um, no, not uh, other than the ones I mentioned. I, you know, I hope that I wish there was more recognition for um, Lil Nas X. Yeah, he, I'm sure, was not having a great night. Well, I mean, I'm sure he was having a fine night. Um, you don't have to win a Grammy just to have a good night at the Grammys. Uh, he did have a very stellar performance, uh, musical performance with uh with Jack Harlow. Um. That was that was probably one of my favorite performances of the evening, um, but uh, otherwise I'm I'm pretty. This this kind of just sounds like the Grammys to me. It's just like a regular Grammys mm-hmm. year. There's not really much to get angry about, especially since there was so much drama. Uh, last like two weeks ago. Yeah, at the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, however, okay that there wasn't. Everyone decided to fucking make jokes about it. Well. What you know fresh in the in the public's mind why not make a joke about it i guess uh yeah no trevor noah really fucking was working hard last night nikki was he i assume it sounded like he was just doing he was just being the host i i think it was funny when he was like talking to silk sonic and he went to anderson and was like hyping him up and bruno Ma- mars was just like fucking giving him a death glare the entire time yeah and then then they you know end it and he's like ah and they high five ah. Yeah, they're just, they're all pals. They're all, uh, all famous people are friends, except for Chris Rock and Will Smith. <laughs> uh, yeah, Trevor Noah did a fine job. I don't know why he did it a second year in a row, but um, he did well, Chris do Rock it. wasn't available after that. Well, why would Chris Rock host the Grammys? It was a joke. Come on, Andy. Um... I don't know. The Grammys suck. I don't know why we've devoted the last year and a quarter of our lives to this. Well, I think there's a lot to say about the the, the content that they're talking about, but I think the actual substance of the shows are a bit left to be desired. I mean, yeah, we also got to remember that we saw maybe eight of these awards last night, and the other 72 were done, like, five hours prior. Yeah, that's that's a really frustrating part of the Grammys is that, like, I really do want to see, as someone who cares, you know, I I think that the Grammys are now at a point of prestige where you want to know desperately who wins, but I think that the Grammys currently are trying to position themselves as a celebration of music mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and the musical industry, which I think is, is respectable, but I think that... Um, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a disservice to everyone involved. The the audience uh in the in who are actually there, the the nominees, the uh the people at home, you and me. Mm-hmm. Uh I think it just it makes for a very underwhelming performance. Um I it mean- makes for a v- very boring show. Um I do like the live performances, but I think that they overshadow the um, the awards, which I think what, are what people actually care about. Well, yeah, like, it would have been nice to see Bo Burnham and Carolyn Shaw make acceptance speeches. And, like, yeah, they're not the biggest stars on Earth, but, like, I still would have liked to see them win a Grammy yeah, and not just I, read it. Um, Yeah, and I know that, like, other people... Like, that was... A, I think that was a day-long thing because, um, you know, Joni Mitchell did make a speech... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but that was, that was, you know, hours prior. Um, 
I think, I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't be opposed to making the Grammys like televised all eight hours out of the day. You know, I'm sure that's not great for, for, for CBS to do that for the whole day. But, um, you know, if you're really into the Grammys and you have eight hours to spare and go right ahead. But I don't know. I think that this one, excuse me. Um, I think that this Grammy performance uh, just really was just a regular thing. And I think that we are in a point in life and society where we need something a little more interesting. Viewership, by far, by and large, has just gotten down on all award shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Funnily with- enough, the Game Awards is the most viewed one, I think, at this point. The Game Awards? Mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. Oh, okay. I'd believe it. Um, you know, I saw his headlines, you know, the Oscars last week. The Oscars um, had, a, had a big spike in viewership uh last last week um not in solely because of the of the um Will Smith incident uh just because the, it, I don't know just people are watching more award shows um but it it if you actually look at the past like decade of viewership like having the spike up really isn't a huge uh huge success because it's still gra- like very starkly going down mm-hmm. uh, viewership in, in the in the Oscars. And I think the same is said for the, for the Grammys as well. Well, yeah, um, I mean, the th- nah, mm, no one cares about the Grammys anymore. Uh, well, uh, well, no, you can't, you can't say nobody because obviously there's a lot of people there. Some people care about it, but the thing is, like, music has gotten so widespread, we're not all listening to the same thing anymore. And so when fucking Chris Stapleton wins... Uh, there's some people who care, uh, but you and I who aren't forced to listen to Chris Stapleton on the radio because there's only seven goddamn radio stations in central New York, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, okay, who cares then? Uh, you know, like, yeah, I listen to some of this stuff, but like, it's not, none of this stuff was like the top stuff I listened to last year. Driver's license. I guess, but like, compared to like. Adult Mom, Rat Boys, Jeff Rosenstock. Like, everyone has their own niches now. At least young people yeah. do. Uh, and, you know, we saw that a bit in young the 2000s. We saw it a bit in the 2000s where the music that young people were listening to compared to who was winning Album of the Year was largely disconnected. Uh, and yeah. it, ki- it kind of went back in the 2010s with Bruno Mars, Taylor Swift, uh, Adele. Uh, but now I think... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see over the next decade whether this becomes solely an industry thing or if it, you know, starts giving the awards to the more popular mainstream artists uh, in order to see who, in order to drive up viewership, if you know what I mean. You know, in, you know, um, pop music and, and commercial music at large, I think will, at least in the near term, always have like, the music industry backing them like there will always be for now there there will be major labels um you know backing these 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 major artists like and i think that's kind of vital to the type of music and the type of you know that it, it it's like a business you know like creating these pop stars um and so i think that'll always be there and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because well that's how we get like 
that's how we get pop music. That's how we get really like um, anthemic, uh, memorable, catchy hits. Um, that said, I think that there, as as the years progress and as the industry and the Recording Academy, by extension, fail to um, catch up and fail to understand what the current trends of music are, uh, I think that there is going to be a greater disconnect between, like you were saying, the music that that is created by the industry um, and, that, and that they are marketing to people versus the music that people are listening to. And that, that has always been prevalent, I think, you know, e- even since... Um, you know, uh, self-recording has been a thing. Like, you know, the, I'd say around the 90s um, or even before then when um, metal music, like mm-hmm. in the 80s, started to pop off. And um, there's always been types of music that the the uh, industry elites have deemed, like, not musical um, or that not uh, part of the industry. And that'll, I think that, 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 you know, catching up will always continue to be. Um, but... Yeah, I you know I'm I'm just out of the t- in my background like I'm thinking a lot of a lot about hyper pop mm-hmm. and that like I know a lot of people are listening to hyper pop now and that um, a lot and that's not even specifically musicians who are not making who who do not work within the like the industry framework. There's plenty of current mainstream artists who are creating forward thinking pop music that are not recognized. Um, and I think that if the industry, like, at large doesn't do something to kind of recognize these people and recognize what the current trends are, um, then I think that it's going to... I think they'll become further and further irrelevant. That said, I, I mean, do acknowledge... No, I, well, I do acknowledge, Andy, that they did give Meta Knight and the Bridgerton musical a Grammy. So they, they are catching up in some ways, but not in others. Uh, yeah, but also, like, Jimi Hendrix in his entire career... Guess how many nominations he got and how many wins he got? A zero. Zero wins, one nomination. And he's also the most influential guitar player of all time. Uh-huh. I wouldn't even say influential. One of the most important, at the very least. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe, Nikki, the Grammys have always been disconnected. Yes. I don't know. I think this was an interesting year in terms of what did happen, but I don't know. It's a very, I think they played it really safe. I think they played it as safe as possible this year. Mm -hmm. And also decided to give Louis C.K. a Grammy for some reason. Oh, maybe listen to the comedy album. Maybe you'll find it funny. I think I've had my fill of comedy albums doing this podcast for the next <laughs> 10 years. That's I think enough. if I... Well, we have one comedy album left to do. Uh, Which one? The Joshua Tree. but um tish <laughs> Okay. Okay, Andy, let's stop talking about the Grammys. We have nothing else to say. Yeah, I guess. What have you been listening to, Nikki? I, well, Andy, you'll be pleased to know, as I've already told you, I did get a chance to listen to that new Eichler's album. Yes. And I do have to say, I did enjoy it. Um, it was a bit short. Um, it, it was less than 30 minutes, at least. It was uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. So it, it was, 
I mean, it was a very quick album. Um, and I will say, if I can say just some constructive critique, um, I do think that the first handful of tracks are not fleshed out the way that sure. they need to be. I think, you know, the intro I thought could have been a lot more extended. I think the the second track, you know, there I, I think it just faded out and there just needed to be... I wanted there to be more. But then it kind of picks up sort of after the fourth or fifth track and, and I really was getting a kick out of it. And there's great features on there as well. Um, so I, 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 I think it was a very positive album and I hope that he... That uh, that Eichler's continues to make some 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 good uh, some good Scott infused bangers. Um, the other thing that I was listening to Andy is I wanted to put my money where my mouth was after claiming that uh, Joni Mitchell, her original music was far superior than whatever Herbie Hancock was dishing out, and so I gave her most one of her most celebrated albums, Blue, a listen, and I have to say. Um, I had a great time with it, and I'm not a big fan of singer songwriter. Well, you know, once in a while, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll some some more contemporary singer songwriter. But I really had a good time with this album. I think that her performances are really, um, like there's she she does something different with them each time. You know, like she she has these these inflections, and um, there's just such a I I might describe as like a fragility in her voice. But that's not to say that her voice sounds frail, but there's, um, it's sensitive, you know, it, but there's like a power in it. There's a power in, in the sensitivity. Um, that's, that's all really that I, I would say, uh, that I've been really listening to. Um, otherwise, um, uh, I've been listening to more Nikki Kulai, but can't um, wait for that. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, Okay. What are you? What about you, Andy? What's up? A lot of Daft Punk this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I listened to their uh, homework and discovery. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Went back again. I think I listened, talked about them before. Uh, my opinions on them, but yeah, you know that these are these are uh, yeah good albums. Yeah. Uh, kind of upsetting that they are no longer making music. Well. They left a solid catalog. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just you absolutely. Know. Uh, Discovery, I think. Uh, you know, not as good as homework, in my opinion. Other than that, uh, yeah, two great albums. Also, I listened to uh the Just Friends album Hella that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I will refer to as half ska. Uh, Nikki, I did not know this. Hobo Johnson is on it. Oh, really? Yeah, he has a feature on the fifth track. Well, now I have to listen to it. Uh, I guess. Uh, I will say I didn't like this album as much as Nothing But Love, but I also thought that this was a great fucking album. Uh, Nothing But Love was just so good, though, so they had to compete with themselves in that regard. There's two little B features on it. I'm definitely listening to this. Mm Mm-hmm. That's funny. It's a good album. You might really get something out of it. I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. Uh, other than that, I guess I don't have too much to say. Uh, more Eichlers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eichlers, if you're li- Russ, Russ, hey, if you're listening to this dude. Russ. Hey, how's it going? That's his name, yeah. 
stock cyclers out. I mean, that is public information. And as always, oh yeah, Nikki, uh, next week's allegedly a guest episode. Okay. Uh, what, I don't know what we're on? listening to, uh, and we have not confirmed it, so I will not say. Uh, okay. But yeah. Uh, hey, look for us in a week. You know what we're doing. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode of the Grammy Boys bonus episode 10. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm at the Grammy Boys. Give us five stars. You can follow Nikki on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Kulai. Follow him on his streaming services. Listen to his music. Itemizing is his best work yet. Uh, hey, thanks. Look for Hyperthesis in June. It's coming. July. It's coming. August. It'll definitely be there before December. Mm, you heard it here first. Uh, and you can follow this podcast on Twitter at the Grammy Boys. We did some tweets last night from the Grammys. It was great. Were you live tweeting last night? Yeah. Did you not see? No, I'm not on Twitter. Interesting. Uh, you know this. I'm just going to start follow saying. Follow me on Twitter. I don't, I'm not on Twitter, though. I'll be back. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, and please, 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 please give Eichler's a Grammy. I don't know. I had nothing planned there.